play broadcasting. Also, check out www.abramsboxing.com, Abrams Boxing on YouTube, as well as M. Abrams Boxing on Twitter and Mark Abrams Boxing on Instagram. Hello, boxing fans. Welcome to the latest edition of the Abrams Boxing Show. I am Mark Abrams. Uh, this week, we'll get back to more of a normal show where we have some news and uh, the results and the uh, fights for this week. Plus, we have a terrific interview with undefeated heavyweight Stefan Shaw, who headlines this Saturday night live on ESPN against Effie Jagba. That fight will be from the Turning Stone Resort Casino in Verona, New York. Let's get right down to the results. Last Saturday night in Washington, D.C., I was there over 19,700. 700 people got to witness Gervonta Davis retain his WBA lightweight championship with a ninth-round stoppage over Hector Luis Garcia. Davis now 28-0, 26 knockouts. Garcia, who's the WBA 130-pound champion, was moving up in weight. Now 16-1, 10 knockouts. What a great atmosphere. This kid is an absolute draw. Six consecutive sellouts, uh, I believe, uh, for Gervonta Davis. Uh, you know, was, he looked uh, good for the most part. Garcia, who's a good fighter, got some work done, uh, you know, boxing, uh, working well, landing some body shots. But it was two big left hands in round eight that really uh, hurt Garcia. He stumbled back, went back to the corner, said he couldn't see. Fight stopped. 19,731 people uh, were there. Pay-per-view, uh, Showtime pay-per-view audience. Now Davis should be lined up to fight. Ryan Garcia uh, sometime this spring. It could be April, could be May. We'll we'll see what happens with Ryan Garcia and Gervonta Davis as that uh, uh, looks like it's going to happen sometime in the next uh, few months. It's going to be a mega fight. I can't wait. I'll be there for that. It's going to be a great fight. And I actually like Ryan Garcia. I'm, I'm Right now, I'm not making prediction, but I think he's, you know, a lot of people who think that Davis may run right through him. I, I don't think that's going to happen. It's going to be a great fight, great event. Uh when and most likely in Vegas, where it will happen. <clears throat> the co-feature saw 147-pounder Jerron Boots Ennis capture the IBF interim welterweight championship with a 12-round unanimous decision where Karan Chakazian scores were 120 to 108 on every card. Uh, Ennis, you know, he's looked so good in all of his fights leading up to this one. Didn't get the knockout. It was the first one in 19 fights that he did not get the knockout. And you see the stuff on Twitter. Fans are like, you know, maybe he's not that good and this, that, the other. First of all, Chikazian, you know, maybe he's a little bit better than what, you know, was advertised. That's number one. You know, everyone thinks he's, a, you know, an unheralded guy coming in, you know, from uh, from Kiev, Ukraine. And uh, he, not a bad fighter is uh, Chikazian. He, he, and he also had a style where he wasn't looking to get knocked out. He did not engage much. He engaged a little bit here, a little bit there. And, uh, you know, Ennis uh, got the decision. Hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll get some uh, bigger fights for Jerron Boots Ennis as the, uh, you know, the next couple months. One guy who could be on the short list for his next opponent will be Roman Villa. Villa, who scored an improbable come-from-behind uh, a 12-round majority decision over previously undefeated Roman, uh, excuse me, Rashidi Ellis uh, on the card. Scores for 113-113 and 114-112 twice for Villa, who scored two knockdowns in the 12th round to get the decision. Disputed, maybe a little bit controversial. 
<clears throat> I wouldn't say controversial as I thought the two knockdowns on my unofficial card gave Villa the decision. Uh, uh, kicking off the pay-per-view was two-division world champion Demetrius Andre scored an easy one-sided decision, scored a couple knockdowns over Damon Nicholson, 188 on all three cards. Our Oyer in the week, um, Melvin Jerusalem went to 22, knocked his 12th knockouts. He scored a mild upset by stopping WBO minimum weight champion Masataka Tangaguchi, who's now 16-4 the 11, uh, one, one shot, round two of their fight in Osaka, Japan. Uh, on the same card, IBF minimum weight champion Daniel Valderas went to 26-3-1 and one as he, uh, well, 26-3-1 as he retained his belt with a no decision as uh, there was a uh, an accidental headbutt with the challenger Jinjo Shingaoka. Shingaoka, no 8-0-1, no decision. Uh, Valderas, 26-3-1 with uh, one no decision. This week, a couple fights uh, on ESPN Plus. Friday night, ESPN Plus uh, uh, present a fight from Canada that will feature WBC female light flyweight champion Kim Clavel, 16-0, three knockouts. She'll take on Jessica Neri Palata, the, uh, the WBA champ. So that's going to be a unification bout in the light flyweight division. Uh, Neri Palata, 28-2, three knockouts. That's going to be a 10-round fight. Saturday night at, at the Turning Stone Resort, Verona, New York, Heavyweights, Effie Ajagba, 16-1, 13 knockouts. He will take on Stephen Shaw, 18-0, 13 knockouts. Also, the co-feature will pit Guido Villanella, 10-0, and 1-9 knockouts. Take on Johnny Rice, 15-6-1, 10 knockouts. I had a chance this week to catch up with the undefeated Big Shot Shaw, and uh, this is a terrific interview, and this is how it went. Shaw, how you doing tonight? Hey, I'm good, Mark. How are you, man? I'm good. Just finished up a good training session, man. Closing touches on training camp, ready to rock and roll, man. So you get the call. You originally were supposed to fight Guido Villanello and uh, in the co-feature bout. Then, um, then you get the call that that that. Uh, Trying to think, who was the Jaguar supposed to fight that got hurt? Um, supposed to fight Oscar Rivas. Oscar Rivas, who got hurt, and uh, and you you were already on the card, and uh, I guess you were the natural first call, and you, and you took the fight. To tell us about the thought process and kind of you know starting to train for Guido, that then looking towards the Jaguar. Uh yeah, man, I was in camp. Uh, getting ready for Guido Villanello, like you said, as the co-main event. And uh, I guess I was, like you said, I was the first option. And uh, I took the opportunity because I felt like a Jagba, you know, he's a one-dimensional fighter. You know, uh, we know he's a puncher, but I consider myself a puncher as well. But I'm not just a one-dimensional guy that you can just consider just a puncher. I'm a boxer puncher or a puncher boxer. You know what I mean? Um, I could do it all in there. You know what I mean? And, um, uh, I felt good. I felt I felt great about the opportunity. You know, I mean, I didn't hesitate because, to be honest, I think that they, you know, I think they didn't want me to fight Guido in the first place. You know, what I mean, I think they they would rather me fight a jogger. You know, what I mean, and uh, I took the opportunity. You're one of those guys who's kind of been at the top of the prospect list in terms of the heavyweight division for the last couple of years. You know, you know, buying your time, you, you, you've been increasing your um, quality of opposition. And now a Jagba, who, who's, you know, a pretty big name in the heavyweight division, big puncher, has fought on some, uh, you know, high profile cards. Uh, I mean, is this, the, I mean, how long have you been waiting for this kind of fight for you to kind of uh, get you through the door to the next level? Man, I've been waiting for some years now, man. Um, 
I've been waiting for some years. You know what I mean? I never had that uh opportunity to really just be marketed on TV just to get the, you know, masses familiar with who I am. But as you know, boxing, then you 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 heard of me, you know what I mean? And I feel like this is my coming out party. You know what I mean? And I'm ready to seize the moment against a Jogba. Uh I feel like a Jogba you know, he's a, he's a former Olympian. Him and Guido actually fought in the same Olympics. You know what I mean? Um, it's the same type of level of competition, I feel. You know what I mean? It's just that a Jogba is considered more of a puncher. But when you look at Guido's Vianello's record, he's knocked out nine of his ten opponents. You know what I mean? Uh, you could definitely say that a Jogba has faced better competition than Guido. And, uh, yeah, man. Speaking of that, and that's a, it's a good segue. He, you know, his last fight when he fought, um, or two fights ago when he fought uh, Frank Sanchez and lost that fight. Sanchez, not trying to compare you guys, but you guys are similar where you guys both can do some, you know, well-rounded things. Sanchez, he can punch and, and, and box just like yourself. Is that, you know, kind of like a blueprint, you know, for, for what you may be trying to do on Saturday night without giving too much away? I mean, that's definitely um... – we can say that's definitely a blueprint on how to beat a jogger because he's had, he has been defeated. There's no blueprint on how to beat me. So uh, I feel like he's going to, he's going to come in there and just trying to land a big right hand. And uh, I feel like that's a mistake because I'm not going to let a, a one handed fighter beat me. You know, uh, I got the skills to pay the bills and uh, I'm about to take him to school. Do you, um, do you see this fight? As you know, you know Sunday morning. Sunday morning, are we gonna be saying you know, you know? I know, you know obviously, I know you're now co-promoted top ranking Debella. You know, and they're pushing Jared Anderson a lot. Are we gonna be saying Sunday morning? Yeah, they got Jared Anderson, but you know, Stephen Shaw is you know right there with him as well. Is is that kind of like what, what the goal is? To, uh, you know, for for the water cooler talk to be on Sunday and Monday? Yeah, absolutely. I I absolutely feel like that should be the talk. You know, uh, I feel like Jared, he hasn't fought anybody to the caliber of an Ajagba. You know what I mean? He's uh, he's only fought, uh, like, I feel like his biggest win was against uh, his last fight against Jerry Forrest. Jerry Forrest. Jerry Forrest isn't isn't some Olympian. They're not putting him up against some punching, hard-hitting Olympian, you know, guys with that kind of caliber behind him, behind them. You know, so I definitely feel like that my name should be uh, definitely in the talks. You know what I mean? Um, to and it should be in the, after after beating the jog, but it should be in the talks to you know cracking in the top top ten of the world. You know what I mean? Because when Frank Sanchez defeated um, a jog, but you know he was catapulted to the top ten. You know what I mean? And um, I feel like this is a great opportunity for me for all of those very reasons. That fight was a decision. You feel, you know, especially if you get the stoppage victory, that you know that that you your you know your flag should be really planted in the top ten because of what you said, because of what Sanchez do. If you look more impressive, you feel that you know you even should maybe replace Sanchez or, or leapfrog him. Yes, uh, all of the above, all of that, all of that, <laughs> great man. All of that sounds great, man. You know what I mean? My biggest thing is just to go out there, and stay sharp. You know what I mean? Be poised about what I do and be precise and be vicious. You know what I mean? And um and box smart. You know what I mean? And uh the true art of boxing is to hit and not get hit. 
you know, to hit a guy, you know, and to minimize the capabilities of him hitting you in return. It's not just to sit there chest to chest or nose to nose and uh, go blow for blow, but I'm ready for it all. If I have to do that, then so be it. You know what I mean? I'm prepared for it all. You know what I mean? I've been knocking out guys in, in training camp and uh, I'm ready. And if the knockout comes, presents itself Saturday night, I'm definitely going to take it. I, I feel the new wave of heavyweights, it's a little bit underrated because obviously we got, you know, Fury Newsick at the top and, you know, a couple other guys. But, you know, guys like yourself, we mentioned Jared, we mentioned Sanchez, maybe a, a Herjavich, and, you know, is it some of the guys who are going to be that next wave of, of, of title contenders, uh, very underrated. Uh, you feel a lot of people, you know, obviously, you know, you're going to say yourself's underrated, but they kind of like that whole grouping of the guys who are shooting for those next title shots. Maybe ain't got the ink that they deserve. I feel like it's the whole entire heavyweight division is underrated. The heavyweight division is hot. Mm-hmm. You know, they talk about all of the smaller fighters, but uh, when you think about all of the guys that's in the top ten of the heavyweight divisions, the the, the heavyweight division is like ten ten guys or seven guys up under that that's that's capable of being a world champions or world title champ, uh, world title contenders. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel like the whole entire heavyweight division is hot. Um, talk, real quick, I just want to go back. I was just thinking of another question, kind of back to one of my question. How quickly did it take you to say yes after uh, after the, the, the change came? Uh, I, I said yes instantly. Yeah, I said in, yes instantly. I didn't hesitate. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, you know, I feel like, you know, uh, you know outside – you know, I, I didn't. I didn't get in this sport to be intimidated by no one, and I'm not intimidated by no one. You know, I didn't grow up like that. You know, what I mean, uh, I'm a man. I put on my two shoes just like he puts on his two shoes. You know, I'm going to die one day, and uh, he's going to die one day. You know, what I mean, so he's not nothing indestructible. You know, what I mean, he can bleed, he can hurt, and he has been down more than once. So you know, what I mean, uh, it's a lot of. Uh, it's a lot of um, unexpectancy. It's a lot of suspicion when it comes to Stephen Big Shot Shaw, and uh, I, I, a lot of I, I, I'm sorry, a lot of people want to see it with a guy like a Jogba. But uh, like you say, man, like I say, I'm I'm definitely prepared. You know what I mean to show the world who I am, and um, I'm looking to come out of that fight victorious and and an impressive victory. Couple more questions, Stephen Shaw, as you mentioned, co-promoted the Bell Entertainment Top Rank, managed by Split Team Management. Uh, I believe you're training out in the West Coast. Uh, how? I mean, I, I know you're from St. Louis. Has, has this been normal for you to go out west, or is this yeah. kind of something you? Okay, so you have you 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 have that most of your camps out west. Yeah, I've been having my training camps in San Diego uh, before I was with the Bella, before I was with Split T, before I was with. Um, top rank you know what i mean um i've been coming out to san diego since 2015 you know what i mean uh a lot of things has just have just transpired for us getting on a uh regimen a strength and conditioning regimen every day back home in st louis as like a certain type of maintenance program and to you know lose the the baby fat that i had on me you know what i mean and chisel up and trim up to a full-fledged you know contender soon to be champion you're going from probably some of the greatest weather in the united states to verona new york where it's 
get, can get pretty cold in January. I'm sure you're aware of that. So, yeah, uh, but, you know, like I say, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, and it yeah, can get, you get some of that. Yeah, it can, it can get to below zero. It can get to 10 degrees. You know what I mean? So I'm not afraid of uh, no cold weather. You know what I mean? I got my skull cap on as we speak. I got coats. I'm, I'm ready. I, I just fought in New York, so, you know what I mean? I'm no uh, stranger to the cold weather. You just made me hungry for a fish taco, too. All the time you spent out in San Diego, I'm sure you've had a one or two in your day, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> man. They have some great uh, – they have a bunch of great restaurants. Yes, they do. In yes, San they do. San Diego is a great facility, a great, a great area to train in. You know, it's a great, great city to train in. And uh, I'm in an Airbnb right now in Point Loma, not too far from my boxing gym. And uh, I've been getting it in, man. I've been training great. I've had uh, some sparring partners fly in, you know, drive in. And uh, I've been I've been looking spectacular in the gym. So uh, I can't wait to put it all together and uh, be victorious Saturday night. Like I say, I got my family. I got family coming from St. Louis. I got family coming from, you know, all over to uh, – watch me do my thing so i can't disappoint and i'm not going to disappoint and uh, i got my got my sons and my wife and my mother you know my father you know he's always with me he's actually here with me assisting me in my training camp so uh, i'm ready to rock and roll mark the little off topic question you ever run to canelo when you're in san diego see he does he does all his camps out there now yes yes i actually okay. uh, uh, i actually ran into canelo when i was getting ready for the jermaine franklin fight and uh, me and me and Frank Sanchez, we actually boxed uh, okay. what, fourteen or fifteen rounds. You know what I mean? And uh, the and I think it was like fourteen rounds. The first day we did about six rounds, and then the next next day we came, we did about eight rounds. And uh, I I was pretty much doing what I wanted with him. You know what I mean? Uh, I remember around like the fourth, the fifth round. You know, uh, this is when Frank Sanchez was still with. Um, with uh, 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 my man, uh, Canelo's trainer. Uh, Reynoso. Reynoso, Eddie. And he was with Eddie, and uh, they asked, you know, Canelo was there. You know, Canelo was like, he's a good boxer. You know <laughs> what I mean? And uh, they was asking, you know, how many rounds you guys want to do? Six? Uh, coach, my coach, Bashir, he was like, we trying to get eight. And uh, this was like in between one of the rounds, like the fifth round. And uh, Canelo said, Go eight rounds. He needs this, you know, speaking to Frank, you know, speaking about Frank, how Frank needed that work that I was giving him because I was I was giving him some work, giving him that real good work. What's that, what's that mean to you when, you know, Canelo is who he is? He's, you know, one of the great fighters of the past, you know, our generation. And, you know, he gave you the – he gave, gives you – and I know, you know, it's very important when other fighters – uh, you know, give props to other fighters, but obviously he's at the top of the game, and you get the approval from from, from the top dog in the game. Oh man, that was just uh, that was, you know, that was a great that was a great moral victory. Mm -hmm. You know, what I mean, that was uh, that was just confirmation on who I know I am. You know, uh, on 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 what I feel about myself, and um, just to hear, you know, a great fighter as Canelo you know, uh, say that and give me that praise. You know what I mean? I felt good about it. I felt very good about it. Well, we'll let you go. Uh, just uh, one last thing, uh, two last questions. What do you want to say to the fans in closing before we let you go? Tune in January 14th, this Saturday, man. Uh, I'm ready to rock and roll. You know what I mean? Tune in and watch an ascending heavyweight, you know, be victorious as my 
self, you know, Stephen Big Shot Shaw, man, this is not, you know, this is not going to be the last time y'all see me. You know what I mean? You're going to see a lot of me in the near future. And uh, like again, like I said before, I'm looking to become world champion soon and get an opportunity to fight the champions. But, uh, you know, first things first is uh, Effie Ajagba. And like I say, tune in. All my people from St. Louis, tune in. And uh, I appreciate all of the support. You can follow me at Big Shot Shaw on Twitter, at Big Shot Shaw on Instagram. And uh, and I fight for y'all, man. You know, I fight for y'all enjoyment, you know, but I fight to take care of my family and my children. And uh, I'm not going to let nobody take any food out of my children's mouth. You know, this is their future. Their future is relying on me, and I take this very serious. So, again, tune in. We're going to see a new name, uh, a new name in the contenders at Calm Saturday night. Stephen Shaw, we wish you best of luck. We'll talk to you along the way. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. There you have it, Stephen. Big Shot Shaw this Saturday night live on ESPN, taking off the Jaguar. A couple news items to get to real quickly. The Zone announced that they will uh, stream the January 21st middleweight fight between Chris Eubank Jr. and Liam Smith. The Zone will stream it in the United States, Canada, the Dutch region, which I think is like Germany and Switzerland, and uh, Japan. Uh, WBO uh, Championship Committee is ordering negotiations for the junior bantamweight mandatory between Kazuta Ioka and Junto Nakatani. They've got 30 days to reach an agreement. Matchroom will kick off their 2023 UK season with a, uh, uh, the, a featherweight title fight between Lee Wood and Mauricio Lara. WBO regular champion, uh, welterweight champion, Amantis Stanionis is out of his March 18th fight with Virgil Ortiz for now. It's going to be postponed. Stanionis had a, uh, a appendicitis surgery and appendectomy. Uh, Golden Boy will kick off its 2023 schedule with the NABO welterweight title fight between Alexis Rocha, 21 and 113 knockouts, and Anthony Juice Young. That'll be a 12 round fight on Saturday, January 20th at the YouTube Theater in Inglewood, California, and broadcast live on the zone, stream live on the zone. With the uh, WBC Bridgeway champion Oscar Rebos, who couldn't fight with uh, Stephen Shaw, uh, the Bridgeway champion, he with his detached retina. The WBC ordered number one ranked Alan Babbage and Luke number three ranked Rukas, uh, Lucas Razansky to uh, vie for the vacant title with a 50 50 split. Um, the mandatory will uh, fight the w- winner of the elimination bout between Riyadh Marini and Kevin Lorena, who just fought uh, Daniel Dubois for the WBA uh, heavyweight title. Uh, John Pascal is out of his uh, February 9th fight with Michael Eifert in their IBF light heavyweight elimination bout. Fights me postponed. Uh, Pascal came down with COVID. Former two-time world champion Guillermo Rigondeaux uh, returns to the ring on February 24th at the Hialeah Park in uh, Florida. A couple more items. Um, <clears throat> top rank is signed heavyweight prospect, uh, 10-0, six knockouts out of Poland, Damian Kaniba, six-foot-seven-inch uh, uh, fighter, 26 years old. Kaniba will <clears> – he <throat> just fought on a top-ranked card in uh, New York, I believe, and now will be uh, under the top-ranked banner. Peter Kahn assigned uh, undefeated and world-ranked junior lightweight Henry Macho LeBron. LeBron, who's uh, ranked number seven by the uh, WBO. He's 17-0 with 10 knockouts. 
Uh, LeBron, the, the details of his next fight will be announced shortly. And uh, finally, sad report, uh, the passing of fame boxing trainer H- Hector Roque at the age of 82. I knew Hector a little bit from being from uh, – He's from the New York, uh, Brooklyn, New York area. He trained 13 world champions, including Iran Barkley and Arturo Gotti, Rogelio Tur, Buddy McGirt, and many more. He also uh, trained uh, Hillary Swank for the Oscar award-winning role in Million Dollar Baby. I'd like to thank Stefan Shaw, uh, Stefan Shaw, for joining us uh, this week uh, for his big fight this Saturday night against. Um, Who's he fighting? He's fighting Effie uh, Jag, but we said it three times already. Uh, so join us next week. Uh, we'll have a bunch of the fighters uh, from uh, the Showbox fight that will be happening on January 20th in Bethlehem, PA. We'll be interviewing a couple of the guys at Teep Alberton. We already got that in the can for next week. So I hope everyone enjoys their week, enjoys the fights on the, this weekend on ESPN Plus, and we'll talk to you again next week.